0: doc if you've been here before i appreciate you coming back again if it's your first time sit back have fun and relax enjoy the show strange talk with doc can be heard on most platforms just google strange talk with doc you know the places itunes spotify talk show, youtube etc so let's get to the show hello peace um,
1: let's just start off with some quick sports stuff. Just some fun sports stuff. Get that out of the way. Kawhi Leonard uh debuted his brand new New Balance sneakers at the NBA All Star Game last week. Not a big fan of them at all. I will not be buying any Kawhi Leonard New Balance sneakers. First of all, New Balance uh, decided that they wanted to go the route of being the racist sneaker not the company itself, but the people. So as a black man in America, I can't support anything that says, okay, we're going to be the face of uh, what's going on in this country today. New Balance, MAGA hat, etc. You get the idea. Now, a big deal this week was Zion Williams' shoe mishap, the explosion of the shoe by Nike. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, Simon has to do what's best for him and his family. But if I was this young man, I'd prove my point. I've done everything that I had to do. I think I would not be playing for Duke University anymore this season. My focus would be on making sure that not only my kids but my great grandkids are taken care of. And when you're looking at somebody who has the potential to be worth two, three, four, five hundred million dollars a brand. I think that's where his focus should be. It's time to make a grown man's decision, not a kid's decision, not a college student's decision, and it's so easy for multimillionaires to tell this young man what he should and should not do, and I'm not really understanding it. I do not understand why they would be telling him what's best for him and his family. I'm not telling him either. I'm just putting myself in that position. I don't have the potential... uh, of a $100 million contract waiting for me down five, six months down the line. He does. He does not need any further damage to his knees, his ankles, or his leg. He's a very big dude. And the possibility that he can hurt himself further, which I am not hoping for, people, at all. I hope it does not happen. I wish Zion a long, illustrious career. I want to see him in all-star games, maybe finals, et cetera. But if he decides to go back to play for Duke, I hope that he doesn't rush this injury, that he's the best Zion he could be on that court, and he leads Duke Blue Devils to the NCAA title. I am a Duke fan, so uh, I'm speaking as not just a fan, but somebody's a fan of his, okay? So we had uh, Jim Boeheim get into a, uh, an incident, uh, I guess Thursday night, where his car actually caused a fatality. By Saturday night, this man was back coaching. Me personally, I would have took some time. Off. I would at least took a week off to clear my mind, my soul, my spirit, my body. I don't understand how he could just turn around so quickly, keep saying how big a tragedy is, is how much this is going to be him with him forever, but two days later, he's coaching college basketball. Like, you know, nothing really happened. So I'm not really understanding this at all. Uh, I wish Beheim, like I said, would have took the time off, but everybody has to do what's best for them. Everybody must do what's best for them, and if in his heart and soul he feels like that is the way to go, then, you know, so be it. He can live with it. I guess I have no choice but to live with it either. I'm are going to run off some NBA games for this week. We got the Clippers playing the Nuggets today. Tuesday we got the Celtics versus the Raptors. Also that night you got OKC playing the Nuggets. Wednesday you got the Celtics Blazers. Clippers Jazz. Thursday you got the 76ers and OKC. Uh Jazz Nuggets also that night. Friday, you got the Blazers versus the Raptors, the Bucks versus the Lakers, and next Saturday, you got OKC versus my San Antonio Spurs, the 76ers played the Golden State Warriors. So it should be an entertaining week of NBA basketball, and if any of those games you didn't know about, now you know, tune in if it's your thing, watch them, and enjoy. UFC had a uh, fight night last night, I haven't seen it yet, I always watch it the day after because I don't wanna stay up to one or two o'clock in the morning watching prices. For me, good Sunday afternoon fodder. Something I can watch while I'm eating lunch to help my day pass by. Now, I am still a fan of the a a American Allegiance of Football, the A-A-F, sorry. Uh, I find them to be interesting I think that Orlando Apollos team with Steve Sperrier so far is the best team that I've seen. They seem balanced. They're entertaining. I'm not going to say that I'm a huge fan, but I say that I will stick through the season. I will definitely watch every weekend, even though yesterday pissed me off because the game in the afternoon was on Bleacher Report. I never even knew that there was live sports on Bleacher Report. I refuse to pay $10 for a startup football league and to watch a football game on my cable television, I mean, uh, my internet. Ridiculous. You would think a brand new league would want to promote itself freely and get as many fans as possible. I think it's a huge error that that game, the Saturday afternoon game is not on CBS or the NFL network or somewhere that you don't have to pay for. Now, tonight, people, we got the Oscars. I am not an award show person. There are way too many award shows. Think about it. We start off with the Super Bowl. That I'm with. We go to the Grammys. We go to the Oscars. Then Golden Globes and BT and Soul Train. I mean, the list goes on. I am tired of just celebrities Glad handing the celebrities and collecting trinkets when those $20 million paychecks they get is not enough. So I don't watch. I wish all the, con- uh, the nominees good luck. Uh, I'm a black man. I am not a racist black man. So I don't particularly care if the black movies sweep tonight or they lose tonight. I won't call conspiracy, nor will I do cartwheels one way or the other. It really means nothing to me as Spike Lee, Regina Bell, take-home awards tonight. Now, I am expecting some people, I'm thinking that this guy from the Green Book, Mashallah Ali, is probably going to win. I think Gaga is probably going to win an award. Uh, I really don't know. This movie Roma seems like it's going to win a ton of awards, and I don't even think it's in English, but that's neither here nor there. Like I said, I will not be watching Now we gotta go on to Mr. Jussie Smollett. Jussie Smollett just will not, under any circumstances, back down from this lie that he has been telling for quite a while now, and I find it amazing. He's in a corner, he's stuck in a corner, and he still will not come off it. He's actually destroying any chance for a future career in the entertainment business. Now, what might happen here is I predict that in some way or another, in another day or two, he'll claim that he needs to go into rehab for some reason or another. When celebrities get in trouble, the first thing that they seem to do is say, you know what, I need rehab. I'm a drunk. I'm a uh, drug addict. I have mental problems. Give me some help and more sympathy. But Smollett, good luck to you, my man. I didn't watch Empire, I stopped watching, I thought the show became ridiculous by season three, so I could care less. I did not care about it, I did not watch it. Now I will give you two documentaries that I highly recommend. One is called The Two Killings of Sam Cooke. He was a singer in the 50s and 60s, and Sam Cooke came up to me in his documentary as a man. So I have a new respect for Sam Cooke that I didn't even know I should have. He was a man, a black man, but a man in a time where this country told you you were a boy. He did not seem to back down from his manliness, and I respect that, especially since so many caved in. He didn't. And the two killings was, one, it was a physical murder of Sam Cooke, And two, was the murder of his reputation. So, and hence you have two killings of Sam Cooke. Now, what it also brought up to me was, and it it got me angry as hell, it made me rehash growing up in the 70s and how bad the inner cities of big cities like New York looked. New York was, if you'd never been there, you might have been to this new Disney world, this jitification, New York City now, but New York City in the 1970s was as vile-looking a city as you possibly could imagine. Abandoned buildings everywhere. Even Midtown Manhattan was full of nothing but porno, drug addicts, whores, pimps. It was a hell of a city to live in. Trains was ri There was no free space on a train, inside or out. It had graffiti everywhere. It was a dirty city. I am proud New Yorker. I love Brooklyn, but growing up when I did in Brooklyn was rough and tumble, man. It was not an easy, easy trip. This is no suburban city, I mean, boy story. Uh, The second documentary that I would like people to see is Teddy Pentagraph. If you don't know me by now, It was a great documentary, learned a lot about Teddy. I never even realized that Teddy seemed to have never, other than touring, left Philadelphia. And this is another town. If you've ever been to North Philadelphia Badlands, you know what I'm talking about. That is another rough ride on the railroad. It is a hardcore city full of gangsters, old time gangsters, same New Day gangsters, but Philadelphia is a weird place. I actually did a show on how weird I think Philly is because they seem to have this this, this hold on people who live there where they, they entrenched. They don't really want to leave because I guess there's things in Philly that they only get there. The food scene in Philly is great. My nephew went to college in Philadelphia. Me and my wife many times visited Philly, but only center city. You could take West, North and East Philly, they're pretty uh, bad. But I say, if you get a chance, go to Philadelphia, center city, enjoy yourself. It's also gay-friendly, if that's your deal, you can enjoy that. Hotel's expensive as hell, but the food is so good, man. It's out of this world. I say it rivals New York. Now, Mr. R. Kelly. He finally has been arrested, people, charged with 10 counts of aggravated child sexual abuse. He surrendered Saturday. This bastard can't even afford $100,000 to get himself out on bail. It's amazing. This man sold over 100 million records through his career. How he blew through the money that he blew through, to me, is amazing not even $100,000, man. I mean, he should have homes, cars, jewelry, bank accounts, stocks, bonds. Now, he should have things of value that normal people have. Even normal people can come up with 100 grand, but I guess when you're living in the studio and you gotta do all this payola to keep your ass out of jail for being a pedophile for 30 years, That's why you'll have no money. And you know what? I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm rooting for R. Kelly in any way, shape, form, or fashion. This is a perfect case of the roosters have finally come home to roost. It's about time. It's past time. It's past time for Mr. R. Kelly to pay the piper for all the bullshit that he has put tons of young ladies through. And it's a damn shame that there are so many people out there who still support this kind of nonsense. We knew about this since Aaliyah, and that was a long time ago. We should have threw him in the garbage can then. Okay, people want to use the argument of uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, and they want to use the argument of Elvis Presley. I don't see any difference between any of them. Grown man cannot be ruled by the little head. A grown man has to be ruled by the big head, and that includes this next person I'm going to talk about, which is Robert Kraft. 77 years old, and you're going to whores. You know what? Somebody gave me a bit of advice, and I'm going to give you this same advice. Don't. I'm not preaching to you, and if, I, if it comes off that way, I apologize. But when you decide to hook up with a woman, hook up with a woman that's the type of woman that you like. If you like pale flat-ass woman, don't hook up with a dark skinned woman with a big fat ass. She's not going to do it for you. If you like Asian women, don't hook up with a Hispanic woman. Hook up with the woman that turns you on, and this way you could be true to her. If you make a commitment to anything, I make a commitment to do this podcast, I stick to it. I don't veer off space. I do what I have to do to make sure that Strange Talk with Doc is aired weekly. Anybody that's tuning in, you can hear me because I'm going to be here. If I said I'll be here at 10 and you can call in, you can believe that you can call in because that's what's going to happen. So, you know, just don't look outside yourself all the time. Be happy. You know what? If you're not going to be happy, then be free. You Do not have to be in a relationship to please others. You can go solo. You say, you know what? Every time that I've ever broke up with a woman, I never got back into a quick relationship. I would take three to four years off from even serious dating so I could play the field as much as I wanted to. No worries, no guilt, no condemnation from anybody. I could do what the hell I wanted to do. And that was my time to do it. And instead of hurting somebody in a relationship, the bob crap. I mean, 77 years old man. I find it kind of ridiculous that he's still involved with this kind of bullshit at this age. Now we had a week full of serious, horrible, racist shit. Burberry comes out with a hoodie with a damn noose, and I don't care what the narrative about it being about suicide. If you're American, you know that the news is synonymous with lynchings. But I don't even think these big corporations care anymore because it happens way too much. I think they do it for the quick publicity. They put out a garbage item that they know will not sell, but the $100 million worth of free advertisement they can take for the little hit. Because the hit is little. It doesn't last long. They bottom. The bottom line doesn't really get affected too bad. They move on from it. Gucci's already moved on from the blackface sweater. That was bullshit to begin with. Uh, Prada's moved on from the little monkey bag. They were never gonna sell a monkey bag. People are still buying Dove. So it's all about publicity because I guarantee you it's February 2019. By middle of March, there will be another company with something more outlandish, and they will do it to get what they need to get. Instead of going out and getting print, making television ads, radio ads, they'll just come out with a product, and in three days, they would have successfully got themselves $100 million worth of free advertisement. We had this ass clown lady. She goes into a Mexican restaurant, a Mexican restaurant, and she tells the Mexican people inside the Mexican restaurant to get the fuck out of my country. That's insane. Why would you go down and sit in a Mexican restaurant and then tell those same people to get the fuck out of my country? And I'm going to tell you something now, white people. When did America become your country? You didn't build a fucking place. You did not build it. You can't discover some shit that somebody already was there. Unless you are of Indian descent, Native American, I'm sorry, descent, this is not your native land. You're European from somewhere else. Some of you motherfuckers, didn't, your parents and grandparents didn't even get here to, after Ellis Island. And you're claiming like y'all born the Mayflower. So stop it. Stop the bullshit. Then we got John Crane. He punches and throws coffee on a Sikh in 7-Eleven because he hates Muslims. He's so confused. He doesn't he can't even tell an Indian from a Muslim. Sikhs are not Muslims. They're Sikhs. Totally different thing. And, I'm, and not to that Muslim makes it any better, or Sikh makes it any better. John Crane, you're an asshole, and I hope that you get prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. I hope they come down on you as hard as they possibly can. Now, we get a customer who goes to another restaurant, a Mexican restaurant, and on his, instead of the tip, his tip is build the fucking wall now, if he writes on his receipt. But you sit in their establishment, To insult them, for what reason? How do you feel good about yourself just insulting somebody else? I mean, this person's not stealing. this This is a business. That meant that somebody is paying taxes. Somebody's paying salaries. Somebody's actually handling business. What do you got? What do you own? Who do you fucking employ that you have the right to tell somebody to build a fucking wall now, which... A wall is not going to stop anything. You can look at all the reports that Trump is coming out with the massive meth stoppages. Isn't it amazing all these big, huge meth stoppages now since he's crying wall, wall, wall? Nobody stopped fucking crack. Nobody stopped heroin. Nobody stopped marijuana. Nobody stopped alcohol during Prohibition. Drugs are going to get in this country, and you know why drugs are going to get in this country? Because Americans love to get hot. Americans love to be intoxicated. I don't give a damn if it's legal, illegal, prescription, whatever. If something runs out, they'll find a fucking rock to lick. Americans love to get intoxicated. Now, another thing that's really pissing me off, because I'm, I'm a little pissed today. I feel great. Life's good. That is not the reason. I am tired that every time something happens with a black person or a brown person, where well, we are the ones affected, it's always allegedly. Allegedly, this person did to us. Allegedly, this person did that to us. But when it's a white person being victimized, it's automatically this thug, this piece of shit, this this hoodlum, this gangster, did. You have to go through four or five articles, and I've quoted a couple of names, and a couple of these stories I don't even have names for because every one of these stories are listed as allegedly. And since they're alleged, they don't want to put the name of the poor white person who's telling somebody, get the fuck out of the country or build a fucking wall because they don't want to associate. Now, if it was a black person, we'll have name, city, state, and damn it, they might even give the place where they work. So I hate that it's alleged when you do something that looks to somebody who looks like me, but when somebody looks like me supposedly does something to somebody that might be white, it's automatic. The alleged is thrown out the window, okay? Now, they find 900 yearbooks with blackface, mock Lynch's, KKK hoods. What fucking company is allowing these yearbooks to be cleared? They're not, they're not giving them to the principals. They're not giving them to uh, administrators. They're not uh, redacting these things out of these yearbooks. And, you know, some of these kids are going to grow or well, some of these kids today are grown ups, they're going to go on to do things in their life. And they're going to do things in their life, and when they do things in their life, stuff like this is going to come back and bite them in the ass. It's uh, really ridiculous. Just because you're young doesn't mean you have to be stupid. There are brilliant young minds out there. Brilliant young minds out there. And you don't hit a magic 30 and all of a sudden you say, okay, I got it. You know, sometimes you have to get it young. You know, you can't plead ignorance. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It really troubles me because I'm, as I get older, I have one question that I ask myself all the time. What the fuck did I ever do to any group of people to make them hate me so much? Now, if I did something to somebody personally, I understand. And I'm sure there are people who do not like me because of things that I might have done to them or they perceive that I've done to them or things that I've done that they don't agree with. So they have a personal experience where they can judge. But to judge a whole group of people who you might never really had a lot of contact with, say you're a white person, a Hispanic person, and you're from a neighborhood that's mostly white, Hispanic, or black, and you haven't intermingled, what the fuck do you know about those other groups other than what you've read, other than what you've seen on television, other than talk shows, movies? So you're allowing other people to make up your mind for you about how you should feel about things and people. We have a seven-year-old in Texas, Benton Stevens. parents already all up in his brain. Got him out there making hot chocolate raising money to build a wall. I mean, you know what? I hope Benton, as he grows older, he expands his little mind and he expands his thought and that he learns truths of his own, not truths that are pumped into him because mom and dad does not come with a certificate of perfection. Everything that they tell you, I hope that they're trying to tell you the best thing so that you can move forward and be the best you in life. But it does not come with perfection. There is no perfect people. Mothers and fathers make mistakes too. And that's just my only wish for this young man is that his mind, as he gets older, will be enlightened, that he will see things broader and not so, so narrow as it seems like he's being taught already at the age of seven. We had a Coast Guard Lieutenant, Christopher Paul Hansen, who dreams of killing every last person on Earth. He's caught with an arsenal of weapons, arsenal of uh, steroids. They said he had a death list of uh, Democrats and such. Uh, this man is a domestic terrorist. There's no, I'm. I, I, once again, he's an alleged, no, this dude is not an alleged anything. This guy is a domestic terrorist who wanted to cause damage. He wanted to kill newspaper people. He's a threat to society, and I hope that the legal system will come down on him hard. Now, what disgusts me about this is Trump has actually been taxed. What does he think about this? It is Sunday. This happened Thursday, and he still has not responded. He has tweeted about Jussie Smollett, but he has not tweeted about this. They asked him again yesterday. He needs to be brief. When there's a terrorist act in the United States of America, I think that they stop everything and brief the president uh, Prontissimo. I don't think it's a, we can wait a couple of hours. This is a, stop doing what you're doing, and let's deal with this. You're talking about North Korea and Kim Jong-un. And you're talking about China, but you're not talking about a domestic terrorist on the home soil because when you're the grand wizard and you know these people exist, you don't want to come down on your own fan base, your own voters' base. These are the people, you know what, I don't give a damn how many sapphires and diamonds stand up and and Sheriff Clarks of the world stand up for Trump. The man is a bold-faced racist because when it's anything to do with something that affects uh, people of color, he turns a blind eye. He'll say na-na-na-na, like I said, to Jesse Smollett, but this is, this is a thousand times bigger than a Jesse Smollett. That's bullshit. Jesse Smollett played himself. This man was one to kill people. Now we got a Robert Mueller Owens, a teacher at White Horse Middle School in Wisconsin. Why is he getting into a physical confrontation with an 11-year-old student, female student and ripping braids out of here? I do not know. Like I said, this was a very bad week of uh, racial tension and I didn't just say to blacks, I also mentioned Mexicans, Hispanics, so it's, I'm hoping for a much better week next week where I don't have to discuss these type of things, but it seems like that's what's going on, people. that's what's happening. This is our world. I don't know where the fuck we're heading. I don't know. It seems to not get any better. It seems to only get worse. It seems like racial uh, tensions in this country are almost to a boiling point, a tipping point. And something is going to happen, and it's probably going to happen sooner than later. That's pretty horrible. Pretty horrible, and it's going to be horrific. Not that things haven't horrific things haven't happened already. Dylan Roof is not forgotten in my eyes, and that was horrific. And black people have had horrific things happen to us. Black Wall Street, uh, the bombings in Alabama Church. I mean, a lot of times, way too many times in this country. And I I wish that we could get past it, but I'm not living in any form of fantasy island where I think that some magic wand is going to be waved and fairy dust is going to make us all kumbaya. I think that it has to get worse before it gets better, and the liberal have to stop sitting back pretending that this ain't the same liberal from the 60s, was also about something. Uh, Liberals back then actually made shit happen. These liberals now snidely are just as racist as the bold-faced racists, but in a cowardly manner because they're snidely about it. They're sneaky about it. You have to read in between the lines when they say things. See, the out-and-out racist, he just says, fuck you. You get it. And he doesn't say fuck you because of, um he dislikes you. He says fuck you because of your color, okay? The civil racist has to explain. He has to white explain everything to you. He has to, you're not intelligent enough to understand your plight in the society, you know? Now, what I, I've been joining some Facebook groups uh, as far as, like, news group, uh, podcasting, figure that I go in and I learn some things, how to promote myself, uh, how to grow, but I have a major problem with that. Every fucking Facebook group, everybody thinks they're some sort of expert on every subject. Now, never once do I tell you that I am an expert. I'm not here to be opening third eyes. If I say something that makes you think, then fantastic. I more than did my job for the day. Oh, hey, if you want to learn this, I'm the one. You know what? I can't even go join groups anymore because of this bullshit about everybody being an expert. Everybody's not an expert. If everybody was an expert, everybody would, you would have podcasts with your podcast is being listened to as much as any radio talk show. Matter of fact, you wouldn't be doing a podcast anymore. Sirius Satellite Radio and places like that would be knocking at your door, walking your contract to come onto their airwaves, or, you know, you become like that Jesus and, and Murrow's. I would say that they have an expertise at podcasting because look where it got them, okay? Now, here's a real, real piece of human garbage. Robert Thompson, 40 years old from Texas, He takes lighter fluid, duct tapes a clerk, and unfortunately, I had to see this video of him setting this woman on fire. I am so glad that this woman did not get injured to the point where it's life-changing, even though mentally, the scars must be horrific. And I, I, I hope for her a speedy recovery, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, and that she does not hold this attack against every black man that she sees. Because Robert Thompson, there's almost no need for you to even go to court. You better take whatever plea deal they give you and let them lock you away like an animal that you are. You know what I mean? Because you are an animal. And you are an evolved, avow piece of crap. Now, I also find this to be insane. And I don't know state to state county to county, city to city, how this goes. But I think that this school, the uh, Leighton Chills Middle Academy in Lakeland, Florida, could have handled 11-year-old refusing to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance in a different way than having this child arrested. This 11-year-old, 11-year-old shouldn't have a misdemeanor charge on their record at such a young age. There's no reason I don't care if you call the parents in and say that if this is repeated, this is our rules, we'll suspend you blah blah blah, but to get the police involved when there was no violence in on an eleven year old you gotta we gotta look at our you gotta look at all the youth the same, give them as many chances to succeed in this life as possible not chances to fail we want kids to succeed if the future is brighter and the future is better then it's going to be better and brighter for not just a group it's going to be better and brighter for everybody uh you know i don't preach all this positive like i said i don't believe in fairy dust coming from the sky making shit just you know kumbaya but i do hope that's one thing nobody could take away from me is that I can always hope that things will get better. Days will be brighter. I don't know what you're into today. I don't know what your day holds, what your week holds, but I hope that everything is going to be fine with you, and I hope everything's going to be fine with yours. I hope that if you enjoyed the show, whatever uh, format that you listen to, be it YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, uh, uh, Sound, Shout Engine, Anchor, that you would subscribe, that you would leave me a comment, that you would say anything. I don't care what you say. I'm not trying to uh, censor your train of thought, but give me some feedback, okay? Well, this is strange talk with Doc, and like I like to say on each and every show before I get out of here, peace. Peace to you and peace to yours.